prepare to attack the enemy's control points. Get behind me, Doctor! I am fully charged! <laughs> you are listening to Control Point, a Team Fortress 2 podcast, with Brent Copeland, Eric Fullerton, Wes Wilson, and Spencer Williams. Control Point, Episode 6, recorded on November 27th, 2007. I'm Brent Copeland. I'm Eric Fullerton. I'm Wes Wilson. I'm Spencer Williams, and it looks like we got through the introduction correctly this week. <laughs> yes, I'm no longer a robot. <laughs> I guess I'll start this thing up by cracking open the old briefcase. Inside are some documents explaining what this episode is all about. And here I see we're going to be talking about the patch notes. Uh, two patches, I believe, happened this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, uh, a funky new TF2 tune that I found on MySpace. This is pretty cool. <laughs> I haven't heard that. I, I gotta. It's bizarre. That <laughs> uh, and bizarre uh, uh, we got a lot of uh, listener contributions, some calls, um, all about our featured class today, which is going to be the Scout. Not, yeah, <laughs> I like yeah, how down there. Our notes say sniper, but <laughs> we've already talked about <laughs> the nice sniper. recovery. Yeah. <laughs> Starts with an S. Uh, so uh, we'll get started with uh, our um, Team Fortress status this week. Uh, we'll just kind of run through what we did this week. And, and what did you do this week, Eric? Okay. Uh, I, I try to play some scouts since, you know, that's our highlighted class this week. Yeah. Um, but... I, I get killed too fast. I mean, really, I, I like that you can run fast. That's cool. But that's all I like about it. And I go back to the pyro. I love the pyro nails. And, and that's my second uh, uh, played class right now is the pyro. I just I run circles around people. I can kill five, six people at, at once. And you, you, you don't run circles around scouts. That's true. Ah, well, okay, what that's are you going to do this about true. that? Scout this is v true. pyro. The scout doesn't get close enough to run a circle around the pyro. Right. Yeah, yeah this right. is true. Uh, but you, have uh, you noticed? Have you noticed the changes from the last patch? The uh, that the uh, pyro is able to uh, fire oh, while running shoot better. Forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I totally, I totally noticed that. That's a lot better. Yeah, a lot better. Uh, in fact, that's that's why I think I'm playing it a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> Very, it's much more effective. Uh, so, uh, anyway, lots of pyro playing and, uh, and, oh, and trying to get this, um, our machinima, our movie to work. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to change the background color and face poser. And for some dumb reason, I changed it to green or any color and it just remains black. Yeah. I've, I've actually noticed that too. If you try and add other geometry in there, it, it only sometimes works, and I'm not really sure why that is. Yeah, and uh, using the flex animation, I need to try to animate his you know, arms and legs and stuff like that while he's speaking. Uh, so I'm kind of having a hard time with that. Uh, also, um, getting uh, a NPC imported into a map who's able to speak and animate uh, according to our scripts. Um, so far, we can only get to speak. We needed to, you know, walk around and like do some stuff, some poses and stuff. I thought that the uh, the the entire file would would transfer along with the NPC if if you loaded it right, maybe. Yeah, um, it it should. I guess uh, the problem is here is that we can't uh, get the animation to work. The I think it's called flex animation VMF files or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't played around with the flex stuff yet, so. Yeah, so I'm, that's kind of where I'm at, um, working so, on that and playing Pyro. <laughs> does this mean that we could conceivably create a map with lots of NPCs running around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
There's nothing to stop wouldn't you that, from doing. Wouldn't that be cool? Now, like triggers to make them do stuff. Now, face poser. As far as I, well, actually, no. It has to have a way to make um, an NPC actually go from one point to another. Or I think maybe you you program that all in in Hammer. Um, oh. You, you yeah. do all the animations and everything in Face Poser, but but all of the go to triggers and stuff triggers are yeah, all exactly in yeah. Like can we we create a big blender and just have an endless series of, of nice people jumping in? Yeah, getting or, or you know the cannon you were talking about last week. Oh yeah, I can't we wait. can the just have characters cool. being fired across the map. <laughs> also, that blender idea you're talking about, Eric and I played this map that was crazy. Oh, you yeah. just jump off the top and you just keep falling, but there's a control point right in the center that you try to land on. <laughs> Sweet, and then everybody just falls <laughs> and tries to get onto that. It was seriously part. cool. That sounds like serious <laughs> Sam right there. I think it was CP underscore falling. If you're awesome. Falling. Yeah. Um, but on the same vein, Wes, I know you're a big horror um, fan or um, haunted house fan. Yes. Wouldn't it be cool to make a TF2 haunted house? I think and they're all triggered, like people jumping out and stuff. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I, 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 if we could have something where you know you actually were traveling through it. Now we'd have to do something to inhibit rapid movement because you want to get the jump out effect and stuff like that. But you could have you know a full dark ride. You know you get in a little car and kind of ride around. <laughs> oh yeah, like a Disney World. Like um, yeah, that would be awesome. It's a small world after all. Or and then at the end, the heavy <laughs> yeah, like comes a scary out, small you. world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, like, would it change depending on what class you are? Like, if you're a spy, just be like a bunch of pyros running around. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Get behind me, monster! <laughs> uh, that's about it for me. Okay. Hey, uh, Brent, how was, how was your week? Uh, my week was uh, pretty good. I was out of town for the holidays, so I uh, made some good use of my time until uh, my parents cracked the whip and were asking me if I played that damn game all the time. And I, <laughs> so uh, you I, rotten I, kids, get off of my laptop! <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I played a little bit. Uh, I had a uh, I played Scout quite a bit, but I do anyway uh, most of the time. But I played more just to enjoy and get ready for the podcast. You do play Scout a lot. Yeah. Scouts rock. Scouts really rock. They do. We'll get into that yeah. later. Um, I, I had a cool event while I was uh, spying. A, I, I didn't only have a medic heal me, but he Ubered me. <laughs> and I was like, Are you disguised? It, like, took, yeah, I was disguised. It took me like a few <laughs> seconds to figure out what was going on. Like, I was like, is, Do I have a medic? My medic? You know, was that that game me? I was playing with you in? I don't know. Because I, I, I think that happened in the game I was in, too. Yeah, was was the medic on your team, or was he on the other team? I'm pretty sure he was on the other team. Okay. I didn't even may- know it was possible, but <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you know, I got to make sure I don't backstab him, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, he, he changed pretty quickly, so I don't know if he figured out what it was or what, but... Uh, that was interesting. That's hilarious. Uh, and I also got Ubered as a scout and ran in and killed a sentry gun <laughs> with my bat. So that nice. was fun. That is awesome. And the, so I'm like, and my idea is if you're a medic, have fun with the Uber every once in a while. Uber a class that doesn't normally get Ubered. <laughs> no, we yeah. were, they they were actually, you. when we talked about the, uh, the medic, our, our uh, second episode, we were talking about the sort of the hierarchy of who you should Uber. And I don't think we even mentioned scouts. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I don't think there's any point. You know, it was only because I was the only one there. You know, it was a uh, two fort and we were down at the flag room and there's a sentry gun in there and he can't kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't kill it without him. And I was like, uh, Uber me. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah. I guess that I is guess hilarious. Ubering a scout would be above Ubering an engineer. <laughs> Yeah, or, that's or, true. Or Ubering another medic. Yeah. Or, or I guess Ubering I have, a spy that's on your team. I have had I have had a medic Uber me before. As a medic. 
I've had it happen, but usually it's because there's confusion about who's healing who in a big medic medic <laughs> yeah. chain. No, I'm talking mm-hmm. about very deliberate. Oh, now I who had, should I medic? I was playing I medic mean, in Gravel Pit, and I found a very good time to Uber an engineer that you brought that up. I forgot completely about it, but we were at B and they were storming in and we had like maybe 20 seconds left or something. And you know, they had like a, a Uber going on the guy's gun and I was like, screw it. So I Ubered the engineer behind the gun while he's just (laughs) whacking his gun, keeping it alive. Mm -hmm. And we ended up winning. So so you're sort of Ubering the, the, the turret by, by exactly. That's pretty cool. (laughs) So it's kind of different ways to think about using Uber. You know, but uh, yeah, don't take the game so seriously. You know, Uber spy every now and then. Jeez. What? What? No, no, <laughs> no. Is it that? Was it that the moral of our story here? No, take it, take it very serious. This, the internet is serious business. Yes, yes, and it's for porn. In TF2 now, and then uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up because it, it really kind of uh, peed me off. See, I'm keeping it G or. It paid something, you. but I was in a game and some guy started talking and well, the guy sounded like a girl, and some guy just you sounded know like started making girl. fun of him, asking him you know <laughs> how long he's been a girl for and all this stuff, and just kept on and on and on for like ten minutes till the guy just quit the game, and I'm like you know okay there's there's wow. a time and place and there's there's a difference between making you know joking with someone and then just berating them and about something silly. Again, you you clearly don't have Xbox Live. <laughs> I don't, and uh, I would probably hate that. But anyway, it, it, it kind of annoyed me. Go play some Halo online, see what that's like. Uh, 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 and then chatty people. When, chatty when, people? When I'm in a game and people are like chatting about like their weekend while you're like, I, I, I need help getting this gun down. Oh, yeah. Or, or come heal me. <laughs> you know, on that on that same note, it was so funny because I joined a game with, with Brent the other day and the first thing he did was, so, um, have you uh, thought about what you're going to say during the podcast? And, <laughs> and you got to keep in mind, <laughs> you got to keep in mind that we, in general, do not, we try to avoid talking directly about what we're going to talk about in the podcast beforehand because we don't want to ruin whatever chemistry might arise, you know, when we start talking about these topics right yeah we call it saving the gold yes yeah so for him to say that it was a rather patent attempt for the discussion of our podcast to be <laughs> on the global chat oh uh, yes i am the shill and so <laughs> and so yeah i started oh i don't know but i've been playing a you know i started hamming it up it was pretty funny actually <laughs> and so i had fun doing that and that's cool. my week <laughs> so uh i guess i will throw this over to wes any mini miny mo wes West then. Yeah. Okay. Well, I played a scout as well, but I kept falling back on medic and heavy. And uh, <laughs> I, I know that might sound funny, but uh, I was playing a lot of maps and there were no medics coming up. And since I actually, you know, know how to play one, it, you know, it seemed like the logical choice, especially on something like, you know, Dust Bowl. You just can't, you, you just can't move forward without an Uber. I mean, there are certain situations where you have to have one. So, uh, so I kept switching back. And then the other thing was, um, we kept getting, we, we kept having these long, uh, protracted battles in Dust Bowl where it was basically, you know, it, it required some heavies. And, uh, both Brent and I were jumping on as kind of, kind of doing Uber medic combos and things like that. And at one point in time, I, uh, got by, I don't know the name of that point, but it's the one with the bridge and the canyon underneath it and then the corner. It's my favorite part that you almost it seems like you never get to. I mean every once in a while you do, but Yeah, and uh, and, and uh but he I had him build a dispenser behind me. 
And then I just knelt down in front of it with my with my chain gun oh, and wow. just sat there and just sprayed the area the whole time going It's better it's better than a medic. It's better than a medic. <laughs> Except it can't move with you. That's- you want to hear the funny part though? So I'm guarding this spot. I've got this this channel because we had a it was a heavy spy game too. So me keeping the the lane coming up to us peppered with bullets was also keeping the spies out. Uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm just going, Wah! you know, for like five minutes and, and it booted me. <laughs> it kicked me. It kicked me out to Did team it give selection. You a reason? Yeah. It, you know how, like if you sit there and idle, <laughs> it, it thought because I hadn't moved it. I hadn't moved anywhere. I hadn't shot anyone and no one had shot me. And I guess that the, that the valve logic is he's not doing anything. Weak sauce. Like oh. basically you could they have I guess set so you don't put something on your mouse button or a key that yeah, keeps you firing yeah. and just and and the best part was that um, the team that I was on with Brent was had one more person so I couldn't get in and uh-huh. I waited and I waited and the other team sucked so bad we had been <laughs> crushing them over and over again and I had to get on the other side and be beaten to death by mm-hmm. awesome. see and that was awesome. awesome see that is my favorite part of Dust Bowl I love getting to that map and defending attacking either one I love that map it's the one where you come out and there's the two entryways and there's a bunker right in front of it yeah that's and the very very last um, control point in the progression on Dust Bowl right mm-hmm. right and uh, and and it, it's just it's bloody it's brutal <laughs> um, and it was a lot of fun and that yeah. game was awesome because they took the first point in there and they were coming around that corner and we ended up pushing them back into their like home point and just we couldn't take the point back, I guess. You're, you're saying we, when really what you mean is <laughs> I, because I was in my base walking out the door having you shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bunker there. Use they that pushed, bunker. I am not kidding. They pushed us all the way back. Wow, your team to sucked. our spawn point. You clearly suck too, because I, I don't want to hear any of your lip. Well, you're gonna, because you <laughs> suck. Uh, okay. Other, other things I did, I, I was on a no spray server. I tried huh? to put the stupid spray up. Uh, there's a very good rationale for that. It does lower um, latency if there are no sprays. Really? Yes. Not not by a measurable amount, but people who think that they're pro. Yeah. Want want no spray because you're either pro or you're a noob yeah and if you, if you play <laughs> without life if you if you play without pants it lowers latency too i mean it's n- not noticeable <laughs> it's well it known that, that pants pants cause lag i mean it's true <laughs> laggy pants i thought this was about my week well you know you well, said how uh, are your pants Wes? you said that the no spray server right yeah. i saw a um an article on uh, a website i guess i could find it link to it um, but it was talking about advertising and video games, um, user advertising, you know, using sprays and stuff. And for the example of um, a uh, user-generated advertisement in game, it linked straight to the TF2 podcast site. To that us? was their example. To yeah. us? Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. So, That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I think. Really? Wait, was the article about how this was bad? Uh, no. Okay, it was, um, then good. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Um 
It was it was just kind of the light that uh, how, this how, is happening and it's interesting. And, how is this know. the first time I've heard of this? Uh, uh, me too. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome. See, see how I saved the gold and then I, I release it on the show. Isn't that great? You and I was also near thinking. So I guess we need to start making like Pepsi and, and Coke ones just to mess with people. <laughs> <laughs> like Pepsi's and they're putting their ad up on their. Well, I guess then uh, then we need to put up a link for that. Interesting. Huh? I want to read that. Yeah. Know. And if you want to see our sprays, you can always go to our server, which is sponsored by GameServer. <laughs> oh, you got to it. I was over here uh, looking at the yeah. thing, trying to Weak. find out what the name of it was. <laughs> Too slow. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so this is a no-spray server. No-spray server. And I, I, if, if you could spray like all over the place, it would be one thing. But you can only have one spray. So I, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. If each character gets one, you know, what, 256 you Pixels. Know, pixel spray on the whole map i don't think that's that bad yeah um i also was on a server that had class caps yeah Mm -hmm. i've played on one of those before basically after there were three people playing each class they you you weren't allowed to play that class anymore and specifically i think Mm. it cost the most because you couldn't have more than three soldiers which if you have you know five or six soldiers that are all moving together it's devastating yeah, I mean it, it's they're it's, your bread and butter. I mean, yeah, and and uh, and that specifically was the class I was trying to choose. And I'm like, what do you mean it can't be a soldier? Okay, I'll be a medic. And I've been on I've been on uh, servers that outlaw like spot snipers altogether. And and there I I wouldn't be surprised if there's one or two that outlaw spies. Hmm. Well, wow, that's, that's interesting. We we got some listeners that would love that server. There are outlaw snipers. <laughs> We've got some people on this panel who would too. <laughs> Uh, and also, I was on one server. We were playing um, Warpath, which I think is an excellent map, but it's bloody. And I haven't it, seen that. One. And it comes becomes a draw a lot. Um, but uh, there was a there was a sniper with a hundred with about twice as many points as the next highest player. And uh, it got to the point where everyone was saying he had an aimbot. I don't know if he did. Well, that's for the last ten years of of these online first person shooters whenever someone's doing well someone inevitably <laughs> pulls yeah, but out twice the as many points as the next highest player yeah you know what you can be really good at this game yeah i <laughs> mean we've all played against mohaji the moon princess at one point or another <laughs> well and what was he playing do you remember uh he started off as a sniper and then uh he moved to soldier Okay, I, I can see that. I I also see medics a lot of times. The medics to me should almost have almost the highest score if they're playing properly, you know, because as they're as they're keeping these guys healing that are getting the ki- kills, they die and they're still alive, or they can heal someone else and get and their kills. Yes as and well. no. Mm-hmm. Yes and no, because also you're the first target. If anybody's yeah. reads Penny Arcade, you know you know who you're supposed to shoot. <laughs> and uh, and I, I I know that when I have out my gun and I see people running towards me and there's a medic. I don't care who it is. I shoot the medic first. Right. And hopefully the person you're healing or they're healing is defending them. Yes. Which I see a lot where they don't and it annoys the crap out of me. I'm like, you need to be watching my back. Yes, exactly. Well, that was my week. Um, I, I had a pretty good time this week. I, I haven't been playing as much, um, mostly because, you know, it's bad for me, but, uh, <laughs> but I did get a little bit in and, uh, and that was my week. Spencer. Okay, well, um, if you go to look at my uh, my page on, on Steam, you'll see that in the last two weeks, I have accrued a grand total of 
0.3 or 0.4 hours of playtime. <laughs> so I, I haven't gotten a whole lot of playtime in, uh, primarily because of uh, Thanksgiving. Wow, and, carpal and tunnels stuff. setting in or something? Um, no, no. <laughs> I did play um, a little bit last night, just so I wouldn't be completely uh, unprepared tonight. <laughs> and I played on a couple of uh, custom maps. Do you remember you were talking about the one that was like a rugby map or something. oh yeah i played on that one and it was terrible and not necessarily because of the map but because the map is very very small and there were 32 players and there was no respawn timer oh, nice. it was it was it was like dual dual two except it was lame <laughs> uh, those are exclusive there <laughs> hey you're the only one here who doesn't like dual dual two unless Wait, do you guys like Dual Duel 2? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like Dual Duel 2. Yeah. In, in moderation. It's not like our favorite map, but moderation. yeah, it's it's right. it's cool for 20 minutes maybe. Okay, yes. okay. I even said that in the podcast. Hmm. The first one. Yeah, but you're always down on Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did play on a couple of other maps uh, that I cannot remember at all because they were just not very good. Uh, you want to play Name That Map in three notes? 420 maps? Uh, you know, I see them and I completely <laughs> avoid them. What, now, what are these 420 maps? Uh, I, don't, I don't want to talk bad about any uh, maps because they're maps. And I, I think um, I'm glad there's content out there. But And we're still very in the very early stages of these maps coming out. Yeah, I just yeah. think they make a lot of maps really quick and miss some of the finer points that they could <laughs> put on there. Like, uh, you know, keeping people out of respawns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, gotcha. it all. Like, like the doors open for everybody kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, but they have some cool concepts on some of their maps. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I don't like logging in and having a, a sentry and a, a heavy web sitting there on, on my respawn. Exactly. Brent, I saw you play in the ice map the other day. Yes, yes. I still haven't played that. I still haven't seen it. It's it's a fun map in moderation. <laughs> yes, so it's, it is. In that map, do you actually see breath coming out of your mouth? That would be awesome, but probably not. It. Well, the question, why I ask is because there's an option in the uh, in Hammer. It's a environment option or preference or something. Uh-huh. It says, uh, uh, basically, is this a cold environment? Yes or no? Weird. So I'm like, no. That's default is no. And I was like, well, what does it do when you say yes? That would be really cool. Are people blue? Or, I mean, it's weird, huh? Maybe some kind of lighting effect. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Very strange. So or anyway. maybe a sound effect. Like, I wonder if they made that whole map just because of that one setting. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyway. so mappers, just keep it up. Keep keep working at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you need my motivation or anything. <laughs> um, I have come to a conclusion this week that I am completely and utterly bored with playing with strangers. Really? Entirely. I get on a map where I'm playing with a bunch of people I don't know, and I don't get excited. I get... I just get slightly annoyed. <laughs> you, you should start talking to them. <laughs> Asking them how their week was. Yeah. Is that what you mean? <laughs> just let me know what server that is and I won't join it until you're done. So I think I'm going to start scheduling lots and lots and lots of uh, control point games. I like that. Because yeah. I love I playing too. with the guys uh, who listen to the podcast and, and who have been on that server. It's, it's, it is much more fun and even more fun than that is playing a clan. Yeah, it's, it's so much type. more satisfying to play with people that even if I don't know you in, a, in real life 
quote unquote. At least I uh, have played with you in the past, and that's fun. I, I, I enjoy being killed by Prodigal more than I be, enjoy being killed by someone else, for example. <laughs> There's 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 a flash of humor too when somebody that you know who's your friend, you know, comes around the corner and kills you, and you're like, oh god, that's true, that's yeah. true, yeah. yeah, 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 it's different. So uh, we did get an email this week from oh yeah the uh, proprietor or one of the proprietors, I'm not sure which one, um, of uh, Team Fortress Two TV, which they're doing some pretty cool stuff. They've got a little bit of a video blog going. Uh, where they talk about the game, and uh, they've got a uh, what is it? A tournament? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're basically doing uh, arena style commentary on ongoing tournaments. Yeah, so I, I love that. I looked at that, and I thought that was really cool. So uh, it's totally cool. They they're covering COV, I think, right now. Yeah, there's yeah. <clears throat> there's a like a billion different tournaments, though. I mean, I, you can't really cover every tournament you know but right. cov it's a big one and their commentary is quite good and yeah, really yeah. the matches are awesome to watch and i mean you learn great. a lot from watching them too yeah, i totally do yeah i, I found I, I was watching it and and listening to their commentary on what was going on in the battle really made me feel like i was getting a, a look into you know real competitive team fortress 2 play yeah, so I put up a uh, a link to uh, to their site on Team our Fortress site. TV. Oh, good. Sorry, I think yeah. I was saying C O V. It's Cvo. Cvo. Yeah. Cvo is the tournament. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're on episode eight. It looks like right now. Yeah, and I, I've been saying like TF two TV and for the address, and it is uh, Team Fortress dot. dot TV. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really cool. So uh, you guys should check that out. Um, and finally, this week, uh, my big announcement is I got engaged. Woo! Yeah. Congratulations! Nice um, I, I didn't tell, talk about saving the gold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't tell anyone in advance. White nice. gold, white gold, except for a whole bunch of people on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the way I proposed is we watch television through our uh, 360 um, <laughs> using using like the uh, DVR function of the 360, and uh, all day on Thursday we kept getting messages. They pop up at the Ramna Google do and such and such has sent you a message. And, you know, at, at, after a while, she said, you, you sure are getting a lot of messages. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, right before we left to go to my parents' house for Thanksgiving, I said, oh, I, I guess I better check all these messages. And there were 22 of them. And I said, wow, there must be important. There's 22 of them. And uh, every single one of them said, Jennifer, will you marry Spencer? Whoa. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I just Except for chills. the one that said, Jennifer, will you marry Spencer, even though he's an enormous nerd? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and a, a couple of our, uh, at least one of our listeners sent one. Hobbs uh, did. Thanks a lot. Ah. Um, That's awesome. And uh, it was just really cool. And oh, and she did say yes. So. Yay. Congratulations. Awesome. So let me ask you something. Is it because. Uh, you, where you're sitting there thinking, you know, the podcast is doing so well. We got so many people. We're generating so much revenue through the gameservers.com site <laughs> that I can now buy some new shoes and then I'm going to ask you to marry me. No, I, can, I still can't afford new shoes because I just bought a friggin' ring. <laughs> Wes has been talking about his new TV he just bought. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> well, All I got is a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Which hopefully doesn't listen to the podcast now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love you. <laughs> well, that's cool. Good news. So that was my week. Stuff. Awesome. Congratulations. 
so I guess now we're going to move on to uh, news and discussion on the loudspeaker. Loudspeaker! On the loudspeaker today <laughs> is a song. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this song. And this song is by Captain Spaulding titled, <laughs> I'm Your Medic. Here's a clip. Alright, that's uh, pretty funky. Uh, we're, we're, we'll, uh, we'll play a little bit more maybe after the, the podcast at the end and we'll have a link to it. Um, and you can check out the entire thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's catchy. There's a lot of sound clips in there going on. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so uh, uh, moving on. Also on the loudspeaker, we did have some uh, patches this week, didn't we? Yes, we did. We had two of them. Yeah. And uh, both of them um, addressed a lot of really technical issues that we don't much care to talk about. But uh, Wes But was one of them. One of them. Was important. Yeah. They, uh, in the first patch... They attempted to fix the geometry collision problem that caused people to be able to get underneath the maps and then set up turrets and piss off Wes. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) And then the next patch said, we have taken more aggressive steps to prevent people from getting underneath the maps. So so I'm really, I don't know if they've got it fixed now or not. I have no idea. (laughs) I still haven't actually done it. I still have. I've I've seen the video. I, I've known how it's done. I still have never actually done it, and it even looks kind of annoying to try anyway. So I'm not sure I even want to try. Well, it. hopefully you can't. Now. Yes, that's what I hope. No cheating. That's cheating really it bad. for the patches this week. Unless someone else. There was a bunch of stuff with underlines and things yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, underlines. <laughs> Yeah. Underlines? He means like technical stuff. He doesn't know what he's well, talking about. No, no, about. there was they, they, <laughs> like, like they, links. Well, no, they had all kinds of like subroutines and they underscores. You know, yeah, when they put the little underscores, you know. Okay. And, yeah. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Anything else in the loudspeaker or on the loudspeaker? Um, let's see here. Uh, no. There's not. No. <laughs> so not much will. news. Uh, okay. Because we're going to move right into our dossier. This is uh, the scout. The scout. What are we talking about? Okay. The scout. He's faster than fast. He is. He's faster than fast. Uh, everyone's familiar with the scout. You can't play the game at all without seeing a scout run by you and wonder how they're doing that. Uh, the scout <laughs> is the fastest class in the game by far. What is it? 133%? Was that yep. what it was? Mm-hmm. I think so. 133%. Um, and uh, their primary weapon is the scatter gun. This is a essentially a sawed-off double-barrel shotgun uh, that does a little bit more damage than a standard shotgun, 85 to 105. It carries six shots and uh, before you have to reload, and then you can hold up to 32 shots in it. This weapon does more damage at closer range, but at the same time, uh, it will do damage at really far ranges, so don't think that you have to you know, pull out your secondary weapon, which in this case is a pistol. The pistol does 20 to 22 points of damage and holds 36 bullets, which is less than the engineer's pistol. The scout is just really? not able to carry as many bullets. Huh. Hmm. Um, but he's fast. He's faster than fast. That's he's not the much fastest. range there. <laughs> 20 to 22? I, well, that's, yeah, that's not much damage. Um, but I, I don't... Uh, the, the secondary weapon on um, the... Scout is mainly 
Uh, I, I, actually, I don't even really know why anyone would use it. I use it all it. the time. Why? Because that shotgun runs out of ammo very quickly, and it takes forever to reload. Okay. And, and forever for a scout is, is a lot shorter time than, say, forever for, for a, a soldier. But when your entire game plan is go in quickly, hit them fast, and get away from them – you don't have time to reload, so you switch to your other weapon. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I have, I have, I have never successfully used the the pistol. That has not been on my list of things to do. I've killed <laughs> you with it. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear this. Um, okay, their last uh, is a, their melee weapon is a bat. Uh, it's not even a new bat. Um, <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> and, <laughs> Save the gold. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, and just like every other melee weapon in the game, you can beat people with it, and it it does about the same as everyone else. No, no, nope. does a melee weapon does less than everyone, but the spy, the spy, and the scout do the same amount of damage. Now, there's a, a trade off there because the bat swings twice as fast <laughs> as everything else. <laughs> So uh I did not know uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know it went faster either. You guys read I up thought on they this, just I didn't. made it less because they can get in and get a whack with a bat a lot faster than other people. You you go in and you you stack a pyro up next to a, a scout and see who's swinging faster because when you actually start swinging with the bat you're going donk 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 donk. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Do it more. That's donk true. donk. <laughs> The scout is designed for players who are able to rapidly move around while tracking their target. Where other combat classes rely on high amounts of damage, the scout relies on his high movement speed and double jump ability to dodge enemy fire. Much of his combat style is crafted through the features of his primary weapon, the scattergun. It does a large amount of damage, but has a wide spread that forces him to get close to the enemy for full effect, where he's also at the highest risk of being hurt. It has a slow rate of fire that encourages him to pause to fire, then dodge, then pause, and so on, which gives enemies a higher chance to hit him at intervals. Finally, it holds a small clip and the slow reload time to encourage the scout to pull out of combat to reload, something which he can do easily with his speed, and gives injured enemies a chance to run before the scout returns. Uh, Scout has the lowest health in the game, tying the engineer, spy, and sniper with 125. Um, the special ability of the scout, uh, over other classes is the scout is able to double jump. This is the ability where in midair, you are able to jump again and get higher than most people would be able to. You can use this to get to several interesting places. For instance, if you're familiar with two fort, you'll see scouts running over the top of the covered bridge all the time because they come off of the, um, sniper deck, they jump. And then right before they get below the lip of the covered bridge they jump again and get onto it and run across the jump actually from the bridge over to the sniper deck on the other side is a little trickier yeah i i sometimes miss that one it's because you have a smaller target to hit the other thing you can use the double jump for is you can actually change directions in midair which is helpful when you see a rocket heading towards you i love doing that um one interesting thing um the i, I can't and it's from a tip farther down <laughs> and we got I'm a lot not going to cover it. We got a lot of tips from people. Yeah, yeah, we did. <clears throat> um, but we're, we're going to cover that tip later. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> crazy man. Well, too many la- tips. I <laughs> know. Um, Never enough. <laughs> the first tip we have is uh, when dueling, fight while running backwards. Master this skill. Mm-hmm. Yes, very important. The idea is, you know, you're going to be dealing a lot of damage at medium range. <clears throat> 
your scattergun is going to really, really slam into people at medium range. So if you're running backwards and they're chasing after you, you can stay at a proper distance. Plus, you can get damage in while you're running away. Yeah, and and uh, don't use teleporters. No. Ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> you remember how I was complaining about that last week? Yeah, I remember that. You know, you actually can <clears throat> use the teleporter to get to the front faster. That's true. But you know what? It's a lot less important for you than it is for the heavy behind you. And, yeah. and when <laughs> you get anybody. to the front really fast and die again, you'll be running past that heavy who had to yeah. uh, run <laughs> yeah. the next time. So, And I hear people get so mad at spies for, for doing that. And I'm like, hello, and scouts. Yes. And scouts, yeah. Yeah. you know, and scouts take it. I mean, I, I see scouts taking teleporters all the time. I'm not the one to whine or anything. And but. it depends. If you're all alone and nobody is there, okay, sure, I understand. But, I, you know, I was a heavy, and I got my teleporter taken away from me the other night by a soldier. Now, that might not seem like much of a difference, but when you're trying to capture that last control point, getting that heavy to the front lines is going to be very, very valuable. Well, I wouldn't be mad about a soldier personally i i'm sorry it made me mad especially because i was on it and he pushed me off of it oh uh, then that guy's a jerk i'm pretty much anyone but a scout and a spy i'm good with getting yeah. up there i mean yeah. just personally Even pushing you off uh no i don't think it's nice to push anybody off unless they're a scout or a spy but, <laughs> but uh yeah. ah, moral relativity how i love the and you know there's there's another kind of uh intrinsic value of having people run up to the front i mean it's it's good to get people up, up to the front but it's great to have a scout that's having to run every time just to check that back country make sure there's not an engineer setting up a sentry somewhere yeah, or a spy true. trying to sneak around or, or enemy you know, teleporters Right, right. And, you know, you're the fastest, so you can move and get back and, and forth faster. So that's faster, faster and fast. fast. Um, you were, you mentioned uh, about jumping in different directions, Spencer. I did. Um, always always do the jump where you strafe jump left and then in midair strafe jump right. Yeah. So you just kind of left, right, bing, bong, you know. It freaks people out, you know. <laughs> bing, bong. I, I, yeah. I actually like jumping straight at someone and then all of a sudden – and then jump back? No, not jumping back, jumping to the side. Oh, strafing? Okay, yeah, and, jump and left that, or right. That tends to confuse people. You can get behind them and smack them with a bat. I, lo- really I cool. love double jumping over them and shooting them like right above them, just straight down <laughs> on them, hit them with a bat or something. <laughs> but another good use of, of doing the side jumps and stuff is getting off the uh, covered bridge to the sniper deck. I, I found that if you do kind of an angle jump and then go straight when you're lined up with that opening, you can get up there much easier. That's a very mm. good point. Yeah. Uh, one other thing with double jumping, let's say that you're about to fall a really big distance, um, and you jump off, and then while you're falling, right before you hit the ground, do your double jump. Yep. And all of a sudden, you have not taken any damage. That's cool. I've never magic. thought of that. I haven't either. That was a that was a tip that we got, and I thought that was a great one. You're That's magic, cool. magic, magic, magic. <laughs> to accommodate the scout class, maps need open spaces that allow scouts to double jump along paths that the other classes can't navigate. This area features a variety of rooftops and rocks that a scout can traverse while staying above any non-scout opponents. Scouts often use their speed advantage to retreat and collect health, so here we force them to adopt some risk by placing the health inside a small enclosed area where they sacrifice some freedom of movement. Uh, and then also there's something called a scout rush, and uh, this is a brutal and cruel thing to do to most people. Wes hates it. Uh, it's <laughs> not true. I don't hate the scout rush. I just don't think it should determine the game. 
Um, but anyway, uh, get, if you know you're on a point where getting those first couple of control points is gonna, is gonna, you know, move your spawn point up and things like that, go ahead and make lots of scouts at the beginning and go ahead and charge forward. The examples that I've read is having a good 10 scouts run forward and grab stuff. You will snag those control points faster because, oh, one other thing I forgot to point out, scouts count as two people when they are on a control point. Now, there is mm-hmm. a very effective counter to this, and uh, you may not necessarily stop them from taking the first point, but if you're playing against a team that, for example, the last round they scout rushed, you get your team to go heavies, you get your team to go pyros, you get your team to go soldiers, and they'll get that first point, but then they're all going to die, and you can take the point back. So Because you'll be a little slower getting yeah. there. And they'll snag the point, but then you just mow them down with that fire. Yeah, and I'd say heavies and pyros are like my biggest fear as a scout. Like, uh, I don't mind getting up with a soldier because I can get away from him or away from his rockets pretty well. If a soldier gets you cornered, you're dead. Pretty much. There's a couple of classes that scouts don't have to be afraid of. Uh, most scouts are not afraid of demo men at all. No. If the demo men has enough t- enough time to get stickies down on the ground, that's one thing. But just standard demo man running around with a grenade gun is not going to be any problem to a scout. A, yeah, and what about a spy? It's kind of hard to backstab a scout. No, it is. Not really a friend. When he's in motion. And the other thing is, is that scouts move so fast they run into you know they'll they'll run into people and then you'll you'll see you'll break the uh, the camouflage. I also don't mm-hmm. think scouts scouts are particularly afraid of. Uh, Snipers, just because they're they're one, they're small targets. Two, they're fast, they're hard to hit. True, and, uh, and one, you can get inside of a sniper's effective range very quickly. My favorite kill that I've ever gotten in all time was on well on the middle to the middle control point where there's sort of the gulch in the middle. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. And there's the gap on the upper layer that you can fall down to a lower level. Um, there was a spy on one, I'm sorry, not a spy, a sniper on one side and I was playing a scout. I just hop, hop over the gulch, smack him in the face with a baseball bat and he died. And they're also, uh, um, they're the meat and potatoes of two fort for, for scouts. If you want to get some points, yeah, just hop up on that balcony mm-hmm. and those snipers aren't paying any attention two shots and they're gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Two Ford, uh, and, and that's another thing to point out, is that scouts are going to be your primary um, capturing unit. You're going to be sending your scouts out to go and get uh, enemy intelligence or uh, capture points all the time. Anything that you can do, if you've got a couple of really good scouts on your team, your goal should be to go forward and make sure that the heavies are taken out, make sure that the pyros are taken out, make sure that the sentries are taken out, and that's a big one. Yeah. Because um, a sentry is murder is murder on a scout. That's one of the things I was going to mention. In Team Fortress and Team Fortress Classic, a scout was a very effective anti-sentry class because they had grenades. They could jump out, throw out a grenade, destroy a sentry, and then be done with it. Now, without grenades, a scout has no defense against a, uh, a turret, which will push them back and kill them in about quarter second. Yep. I mean, no, and that was quick. in Classic, right? Because, like, the original, they just had uh, conk grenades. But, I thought they had... But you could use them to fly past They didn't have regular grenades guns. as well? No, all they got were... Oh, they had okay. basically two sets of conk grenades. Yeah, and But classic. you could fly past the sentry guns with those if you knew how to use them. Right, was, right. How they worked really well. So, anyway, yes, yeah, sentry guns are not your friends. And, and I mean, I've... Uh, that's... I've, 
when I played a scout this week, that was my main thing, was trying to get – trying to organize the team into taking out the sentries that people had built around yeah. the intelligence. And, and nothing can be more frustrating than, than even if you are a very effective scout player, if your team is not focused on making the path accessible for you, then, then there's not much you can do. Yeah, and, it, and, and play some defense then. I, I like doing defense with the scout a lot of times. Cause yeah. If they've got the flag, a lot of times they're not looking back, and you can just get right up there in their spine and blow it out their front. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But but and so if you've got a couple of good scouts on your team, really focus on making sure they've got a clear path. I know it might seem you know counterintuitive for you to worry about trying to focus on one path, but if you can get that scout going back and forward all the time, if he can get the intelligence once, then he can get it again. And it's just a matter of making sure that 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 path is clear. Yeah, and and make sure scouts that you are communicating. You are the front lines of where that flag is or where that briefcase is because if you're dead, you can't tell anybody on a lot of servers. So you right. need to keep right. an update where you're going, where you're going to bring it out. And in in 24, even though there's a sentry up a lot of times, there's multiple ways to get around them. It, it, there's a there's some good spots to keep them where it's hard to get, you know, through the ramp room or down the spiral. But if they've got them just in the ramp room, concentrate on getting up on the sniper deck and running through that way. Because if if it can still hit you, you can still get past that doorway fast enough not to die. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep trying. Like a lot of times, I'll run, and if I miss the jump, I'll run back around and do it again, just because <laughs> it's so easy. And I mean, you know, so fast that you can just do it, and it doesn't really take any time. And if you get hit when you're in one of these runs. Run back and get some health. I mean, it's it's like nothing. I mean, sure you can die and and get back, you know, in twelve seconds, but you can probably get back and get health in you know seven. Yeah, yeah. That's less points for other people to be getting, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> now one thing that I would like to note about the the scout is that they are built to die, and that's something that you need to pay attention to when you're playing a scout. Is you are entirely designed to get up in someone's face and do a lot of damage very quickly. And they can do that. Um, Probably the only class that can do more damage up close is the pyro. The problem is you are so fragile, you're a glass cannon. You're going to get up close, and unless you take them out very quickly, the next step you should do is to be running away. Don't don't stay in their face because you're Mm going to die. (laughs) Sometimes I get cocky. Sometimes I get cocky and I'll Sometimes. come around a corner and there'll be a heavy right there, you know, and I'll be really, really close to him and I'll have my <laughs> scatter gun out and I'm just like, I can take him. I can do it. I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I can. What about you, Brent? Can you? Uh, I was reading this. What did you say again? <laughs> <clears throat> Talking about getting cocky as a scout. scout and like you come around heavy. a corner and there's a heavy right there. And, and oh, no, sometimes, no, no. sometimes I just get cocky and I go, I'm right here. I can do it. I can do it. You can. Uh, we'll sometimes. mention who mentioned this, but there is a good tip somewhere in here. Uh, I think get behind the me- behind the heavy and duck. Yeah, because when he turns, yeah. it's harder for him to see you, and he'll just go that's past you, not point. see you. <laughs> that's pretty cool. But I, it, that's an, one thing though. I'm instinctively moving yeah. as a scout. It's very rare for me to ever choose to stand still. It seems like you're minimizing your greatest strength. And most people will tell you never to stop moving as a scout. I don't think I, – I actually, I disagree with that. I think there are times to stop personally. Okay. Yeah, I'd say there are too. I mean when you're, in, when you're fighting, um, you know, there's not a, lo- a lot of good times too, but uh, uh, definitely when you're planning your movements ahead and stuff. But like going back to the heavy, uh, I mean a good trick trick is 
as you're spinning around him, he's going to catch up. Even though you're faster running, he can spin faster. So do a, a double jump over him sideways yeah. and get ahead of the head of his circular curve. Confusion. Um, and another thing with uh, aiming with a scout, I know a lot of people say get really good at aiming, but there's also another trick because you can move so fast is what, what I like to do is a side strafe where I don't move my gun in any direction. I keep my gun level, you know, my mouse, and I strafe until they come into my target, and then I shoot them. Yeah, and that's then I go a good back thing and forth. to do, too. And it's mm-hmm. much easier to, you know, get that aim, and you have that time that you can use because you are going so fast. Yeah. <clears throat> We did get one tip uh, from a guy named Lil Dice. Uh, he says that scouts are not usually the first class when you think of uh, that you think of when you're going to do defense. Mm-hmm. But on certain maps, they can be very effective. At about two minutes left in Dust Bowl, Lil Dice likes to switch to scout and distract the enemy players who are going for the objective. What they do, what he does, is get behind the front line and starts running around their spawn and the back base with their pist- with his pistol and the scatter gun. <laughs> I know that it is a very effective technique on these two-point maps when you are focused on the front lines for one or two people to come and harry the forces that are spawning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. actually use that a lot on well and not necessarily for defense. Um on well, you can get to the defending uh, the the defending team the other team's point very quickly, and uh, unless they're absolute retards and haven't set up any defense, you're not going to be able to take the point. But you can prevent them from moving forward, which lets your team move the front closer to their point and give you the early advantage. All right. We got a tip from uh, Kevin Burnell. Um, I believe he sent in a tip last week. Uh, this is about. Double jumping, or no? This is about crotch, crouch jumping, crotch, crotch jumping, jumping. Crotch <laughs> jumping. <laughs> wow! Um, right to the crotch of a scout. The extreme um, sport for the twenty first century. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. Uh, it's kind of a correcting us in episode two when when we said that you could uh, jump higher by crouching and then jumping. But he says that you actually jump and then crouch. I got to thinking. Me and Brent were talking about this, and we thought, well. Does he mean that after you do a double jump, then you crouch and I, then you jump? So you're doing a crouch jump, double jump, like a double crouch jump. You know I, what I'm I talking think about? What he, what I think what it means, and and this actually makes a lot more sense to me, is you jump and then crouch. Now, in the case of a scout, you'll jump and then crouch if you want the boost on that first one, mm-hmm. and then your second jump, you can then crouch to get the boost on that one. That, that's what he means. And basically, I think what happens, if you think about it in terms of the model, mm-hmm. you jump up and then pull your feet up. So you're not actually okay. jumping higher. It's just your feet are at a higher point so they can land on a higher point. Oh, I see. He actually put in some stuff here. He said his theory is that the character has distinct states for falling and jumping, which have certain centers of gravity. And when you tap crouch in the air, it transitions you from the jumping to the falling state. So even though you might still be going up from your jump, your the, the model is considered to be falling and you're able to grab higher ledges. That's that was his theory. Yeah, that's, that's a good guess. I'd like to hear more theories on this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to try that more. I'm, I will too. I haven't tried it. Well, I was playing Warpath, and I, I, I talked about this a little bit, and there's, there's those um, – on Warpath, there are bridges that are going over, and you can usually access them from the other side of where you're going. So the defending team usually has the advantage closer to the individual um, endpoints on Warpath. 
But there's one way to get up by jumping on the side of this one area and there's some little blocks. Almost looks like the, the stone has been inset into the wall. And I noticed engineers were jumping up and building their sentries at the top and it was a, and it was stopping the defense from being able to put a bunch of snipers up there to shoot us all as we were approaching. <laughs> so I went over and tried to do it and I did notice that the whole crouch and then jump thing was not getting me height. But if I jumped and then hit crouch, I was grabbing the ledge better and I was able to get up those steps in ways that just pushing jump or crouching and then jumping was not. Hmm. Now, when you were crouching jumping, were you holding crouch down and then jumping? I or would, were you doing I like would a crouch tap? jump. Crouch jump. Okay. Like, see, I don't know. That seems to work for me. Maybe, I'm, maybe it's not and I'm – Maybe you're just better at it. I, I know some spots maybe specifically I where I can test this where, where I haven't been able to get the crouch jump to work that I'm going to try this week. So we'll see how that works. We got another tip here from uh, from Rob, Robert Rob. Moran. Yeah. We, we got to say, Rob, you need to start calling these tips in. Yeah, yeah. We, we like to hear you talk. Yeah. And you've you've called in before, so we know you have the technology. Yeah. You got a purdy mouth. No. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a big, big, long essay here, and uh, I'm not going to read it. Read it. Read it all. But he uh, did the most important thing to a scout is knowing the map and knowing when to be a scout. Um, that's a good point for any class. Scouts are weak and have direct counters they can't fight against. For example, you can't fight against a well-fortified turret position or a well-fortified heavy. If you keep running into these and you're dying over and over, switch classes. You're not doing much good as you are. Uh, his second tip, don't play a scout if you suck at aiming. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, I think that that, that is very appropriate for the scout because you, you are so you have such a limited amount of shots that you can take at once that if you're wasting them, you're not doing any good. And then you're going to die because you are a glass cannon. So mm -hmm. it's a good point. Um, he, <laughs> he wrote a little paragraph for fighting each of the different classes. And then that's very cool. Uh, um, I'm just going to do a little quick summary. Yeah, they're, they're we, pretty cool. Yeah. The heavy, uh, get behind him, uh, use a shotgun and not the bat because it does do more damage. Um, for the soldier, for the soldier, uh, you want to you want to stay at range, and uh, it's uh, why did you do that? That was completely unnecessary. Yeah, I'm Are you guys jerk. scrolling the notes up and down? Yes, yeah. he is scroll fighting or whatever. He was trying to write you another <laughs> note. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this map is bananas. Uh, which. <laughs> Listening to it on the last podcast, that was funny. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Uh, anyway, so crazy. <laughs> it, just like the heavy, when you're fighting the soldier, you need to stay at distance. Um, and uh, it's easier to dodge the rockets from a distance because he's going to aim for the ground and you're not going to be on the ground. You're, you're going to be jumping and jumping. double jumping and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and you're going to want to keep moving in circles around the soldier and basically make him hurt himself with his own... With his own weapon. If I can uh, make an addendum to this, the trick to fighting soldiers as a scout is to um, be unpredictable. It doesn't help you if you're moving in one direction because a good soldier will predict where you're going to move. Uh, shoot a rocket at, at your feet, shoot you into the air, and then you're a sitting duck for that next rocket that's going to kill you. Yeah. Next. Um, engineers. Do this one, Brant. Well, I was going to do this, this one. Okay, I've been thinking about the last one. I'm having a hard time okay, reading. I'll, I'll, I'll do the. Uh, I'll go ahead and to the, go to the scout one. Okay. Okay. Uh, with the scout one, uh, he says something here, and I'm just not even going to read it because I have other ideas and opinions. <laughs> um, my idea is uh, it's dependent on your setup of defense. 
You know, it's like if you've got a pretty good defense and you know you got a sentry gun waiting for the scout, run past them. It's not even worth your time. You can be mm-hmm. going and killing something that's more important than this scout that's going to get chewed up. That's a good point. So just mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, you know. Oh, come uh, on. Scout duels are fun. They are mm-hmm. fun, but I would rather go uh, <laughs> kill exhausting. me some snipers or go <sighs> get me a briefcase. They're so much scout, fun. Scout battles are exhausting because you end up getting in this long tete where everybody's shooting, missing, and you spend a lot of time nickel and diming each other down. It's you know the what? paladins of Team it, Fortress. It is. It's like you know what? Yes. Paladins fun. Wes, Wes <laughs> I bet that if you played a scout and I played a scout and we went at it, I would kill you. Yeah, and I'm thinking that's too I don't, true. I don't like that. You don't even know how to use the pistol. <laughs> but so when you do get in a fight, I will I will read what uh, Rod basically says here. And basically he, he says uh, you, you've got to outlast them. And, that, uh, I think that's, that's uh, more or less true. Uh, be unpredictable. Uh, switch up things. Get the health packs before yeah, they get them. It, it's fencing as opposed to, you know, broadswords and shields. Right. You mm-hmm. know, it is. It's it's faint and Fencing with a baseball bat. Yeah, I like to, yeah, I like to run in with the bat if he doesn't have the bat out too, and just try to keep behind him. Yeah, although if they they can get away um, at the same rate that you can approach them, the bat is much less effective, especially if they're pulling out the pistol. Right. Um, engineers, he says, this is this is a pretty good tip. If uh, the turn is being set up, get in close and use the shotgun. Um, anything past a level one turn is instant death, so don't even try and fight it unless you get Ubered. Unless you get Ubered and you're an Uber scout. Um, although I still think you might get pushed away faster than you can get to it. Um, there's a time and place for scouts, and uh, turret is not that time. Let's see. Are you read this, this is my part? favorite tip. Oh, if God. Wes switches to an engineer, play as a spy. <laughs> when you sap, backstab, sap him, make sure you put down a funny spray on his body like a kitty cat or a dancing <laughs> Dancing pig. Dancing pig. That's an excellent one. And then Demo Man is the last one here. Demo Man have no way to hit you other than their nades. Simply circle <laughs> kite them uh, and jump. So you just kind of circle around them as they just kind of you know spray the area. They're going to miss you because, I mean, it's a slim window of possibility to hit you when you're circling around them. If they switch to stickies... Just make sure you're paying attention to where they're they're sitting on the on the ground because obviously you know if you're going in a predictable circle like clockwise they're gonna uh, anticipate that and put a sticky down then once you get there boom you're you're dead yeah uh, but um, but usually like circling them is good because if you run away they'll probably hit you on the way out you know uh, and also. Uh, we have a uh, we have a couple call in tips here. Um, uh, this first one is from Mr. Eagle. Mr. Eagle. Hi, Brent, Spencer, Wes, and Eric. This is Adam for Mr. Eagle in game. I thought I'd share a scout tip for your show coming up. And the tip is just learning to run back and forth in a circle around somebody while shooting them at the same time. Uh, this works really well, especially for the scout, since uh, his speed advantage works really well for all one-on-one battles, which is a lot of what the scout will be doing anyways. So, yeah, that's the tip. Burning in a circle. Love the podcast. Looking forward to the next show. Hey, uh, see you later. Bye. All right. Thanks, Eagle. That was kind of the same tip that we gave fighting against a demo. It's just kind of, you know, in a close quarters or, or uh, when you're being shot at, you know, kind of circle kite. Yeah. And jump around. That's kind of be unpredictable. And we got one more uh, call in from uh, Sunny Kim, I think. Uh, here's here's that one. Uh, this is... Uh Sonny Kim, uh, I play TF2, I heard your podcast, you guys are pretty awesome. Uh, here's a tip for the scout for your podcast, double jumping, it is awesome, 
And let's see. Another tip is for scouts, if you have a shotgun, the closer the range for your shotgun, the more powerful it is. The more powerful it is. Yeah. And also there is. I know I'm leaving a lot of messages, but still. Okay. Bye. My username is chaos in brackets and girly card with the cross sign at the end. Bye. Okay. Uh, thanks. We're not really clear on what your 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 screen name is. There, chaos with some some kind of characters. There. Brackets, brackets, and, brackets and, yeah. and a cross sign of something. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. But, uh, did you notice his? Do you notice his first tip? That yeah, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to make a comment about that. You know, we always appreciate Collins, but didn't I specifically say last week? Don't call and say to double jump. <laughs> I think that's was, just inviting Collins and emails was, uh, about double jumping. I think that's yeah. called a verbal slap in the face. <laughs> Anyway, thanks, guys. We appreciate the calls. I had uh, one more quick uh, uh, scout tip real quick. When you're fighting against a pyro, just run away. <laughs> That's a good point. Because yeah. a scout is going to lose. <laughs> you would, you'd be surprised how many people, when I'm playing pyro, will just sit there and shoot at me. And I'm like, I'm burning you up. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, that's all we've got for the scout. Anybody else got anything? Mm, no. Uh, we got the... Uh, uh, well, I guess if we're... Uh, Wrapping up the scout, then that's good. Yeah. yeah. Do we know? We're ending our dossier segment. Yeah, we can yeah. move yeah. on to the next segment now. Now, <laughs> hey, what are we going to do next week? Have we have we decided? Um, oh, we got demo man down here, but I don't know if that's left from last week or not. Uh, I think it is. I vote. I vote pyro. Okay. Pyro. Pyro. You know, I don't that's know. Right. What do you think? Yeah. So you think? next Does week will be uh, anything special? Any kind of holidays? Nope. Nope. Nothing. Nope. Pyro sounds good then. Yeah. Hey, if you guys have any uh, pyro tips, uh, call. Leave a message in the forum. Send us an email. You know we're easy that way. And don't don't send a tip that says double jump either. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's awesome. Pyros just don't do that you sort of thing. I, I'm now going to call in and leave a jump. Uh, leave a double jump tip. <laughs> when you're playing the pyro, the best thing you can do is double jump. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Pyro, that's my fave. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, we got this uh, this email to us. Uh, this is kind of strange. It says uh, custom tooled cartridges, two hundred dollars. Firing for 12 seconds, $400,000. Having your head smashed in by a hyperactive teenager with a bat, priceless. <laughs> that was from Bobbis. Thank you. <laughs> nice stuff. Um, and uh, Wow, are we wrapping up the yeah. episode here? We are, we are, um, we're all the way out. Oh, this is a neat thing. We're, we're featured on the games page uh, of iTunes right now under the section New and... Uh, what is it? New and new and notable. Or notable, like yeah. yeah, on the game. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, we, yeah we've yeah. been we've been there for a few weeks, but we're just generally we're slowly creeping up in rank there. Mm-hmm. We want to get to the top four. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a lot to do with people leaving uh, uh, reviews because we, had, you know, four or five reviews is actually a good bit for you know having five episodes. Yeah, well, the last so. time yeah. I looked, we had six reviews. Uh, in addition, our Steam community was. 82 people? That's awesome. It is so awesome. You guys rock. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, invite your friends. Tell them to come on in. Leave us a review. Yeah, this this next week is gonna. I'm not gonna be logged in very many, much because um, I'm gonna start working on this movie, and it's gonna take up lots and lots of my time. So if I'm not logged in, you know, it's not because I hate the game now or anything. It's just I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. Um, but I'm glad we're doing the pyro because I have lots and lots of um, experience with the pyro. So cool. I'm I'm ready to go. So uh, yeah, dig us. Uh, 
We've got a link up on our website that all you have to do is be logged in to dig and click it or give us some dig. Uh, leave us more iTunes comments because we love to hear what you guys think. Join our Steam community. Yes, this is important. Join yeah. the community. The more people we have on the community, the, the better our games will be. And uh, register on the forums because uh, Mija Win is currently dominating them. We, we need someone else to balance him out. <laughs> yes, yeah. we need some kind of competition going on here. Yeah. Eventually, he must be crushed. We may have some forum <laughs> games that uh, tie in to uh, the podcast really? and other communities. Forum which, games. Cool. We'll talk about later. All right. Cool. Thanks again to everybody who uh, contributed to this episode. Give us a call. Our number is 256-513-4772. Leave us a good message and you'll be featured on the show. Yeah. And be sure to dig us and call us at 256-513-4772. He hasn't said the number yet. Boink. And, and, and you know, our game server is, what? what is it? Gameservers.com. <laughs> Hey, quick, what does the scout the say? Scout. What does the scout say? He says, uh, what does he say? He says, ah, I'm dead. What? <laughs> Come on, Doc, please heal me. Please, God, heal me. I'm dying over here. You won't heal me. You're healing that soldier in that heavy webs, but you won't heal me. Boink. Boink, 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 boink. You are now at the end of another episode of Control Point. Victory. Every one of you deserves a medal. A podcast brought to you by the Dead Workers Party. See the show notes and leave comments for this episode at controlpoint.deadworkers.com or leave us a voicemail at area code 256-513-4772. Al I'm your medic. You think I'm in the bitch seat? Yeah, I heard you said it. You think that it's a noob class, man? Don't you get it? They call it a support class because I carry your ass. Don't forget it. Want me to pull the plug? Then I'll grant your wish when you see me rolling in with Six guns, oh no, I'm Jeremy G with a two. Nothing but badasses populate my crew, and I'm the medic. <laughs> <laughs>